Welcome, welcome. Hello and welcome. I'm just waiting to go live. There we are. Hello, I'm Dan, your friendly fishmonger at dancefish.com. Welcome to the live stream. We do this every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Mountain Time. That's 9 Eastern for those that don't know where the mountains are. And we talk about fish. We're going to start today like we always do with a shipment report. And um, I'm happy to say that since I last talked to y'all last week, there's been no losses in shipment. No losses have been reported. So as far as customers have reported back to me, we're all 100% still, so doing really well for this year so far. Um, we're, I mean, this is the last day of this first quarter, and our percentage is really good as far as fish getting where they need to go, getting there alive, getting there healthy. So that's that's awesome. That's what we are here to do. Let me turn down my mic a little bit. Sounds just a little hot. We're getting up in the red a little bit. Um, so I'm excited about that. Now, it's been crazy. We set another record this month. Uh, we <laughs> It just keeps growing and growing, which is awesome. So I want to thank all the customers that order fish at dancefish.com. Keep us in business. Keep this, this uh, train running. Thank you for your business. Thank you for your loyalty. Just thanks for, yeah, thanks for making this possible for us. I'm literally living my dream, and I couldn't be happier and I couldn't be more thankful. So thank you. Um, before we get to the giveaway, which is a pretty awesome giveaway provided by George from Aquaballs, I want to give a brief update on the warehouse. So we, um, we met with the city yesterday, the city planning session, and that cleared. There were no problems there. So we should be moving right along. Today I received, what did I receive today? Today, I received the permit to construct the water and sewer lines that we have to run onto the property from the city's water and sewer mains. So that's all cleared. And we also received, I believe yesterday, the final permit to construct from the Army Corps of Engineers so we can um, dig the well and the apparatus, everything we need to, to draw the water from the stream to use in the facility and return it back to the stream when we are done. So that's all rolling. Um, we are getting the last permit cleared and that is the permit to build. And then there's one other permit to build a, a private drive because we have to build you know a driveway so we can drive onto the land and get to the building. Um, so that's all we're waiting on. That should be done pretty soon. Everything goes out to bid this Friday and it's a quick bid cycle. Um, we should have the final numbers back by next Friday, which, you know, maybe call it a week, week and a half. <laughs> As they say in Pirates of the Caribbean, that's more like guidelines is what I've discovered working with construction companies. But um, hopefully within about a week and a half or so, we'll have the bids, have the final number and be ready to go to break ground. So we anticipate breaking ground on the new warehouse in a couple weeks here, basically, and getting going on it. So the subcontractors that are going to be bidding on it have already been aware of the project for a while. They know what's going on, so it's not like coming out of the dark or anything. Um, they're, they're prepped and prepared and ready. So I'm hopeful 
Now, I know a million things can go wrong with construction projects. I get it. <laughs> I'm learning more and more about that as I go along, but I'm real hopeful that we can have ground broken within a couple of weeks, at least by the end of this month, or, or this is the last day of this month, by the end of April, and meet our move-in day of July 1st and be up and running within a month to six weeks after that. So by the end of August uh, to mid-September, we should be moved in there and, and have all the systems fleshed out and going, uh, all calibrated and such, have our fish ready to go, all quarantined, and, and be ready to sell from the warehouse. So pretty excited about it. Um, for anyone interested, we are still accepting applications. If you would like to work for our company, um, send an email to dan at dancefish.com with your cover letter and resume. We're getting some really good applicants in and we appreciate that. Um, had some good interviews. And uh, we're kind of assembling our, our dream team, right? The, the, the founding members of the company that'll become the leaders in the company as we grow and help us, you know, world domination and all that. Not that that's exactly what we're doing, but you get the idea. Um, so if you're interested, please do email your cover letter and resume to dan at dancefish.com. And um, do, do know that to be hired, you would have to move here because we need boots on the ground to get us up and running. So it's not something you can do from a distance. So do be aware of that. Um, with that, let's talk about... Well, I guess the last thing is <laughs> the fabled, the mystical <laughs> import from Nigeria. So, struck out in Texas, there just aren't any flights that work, There's such limited cargo flights coming from Nigeria right now. Struck out in Denver, Colorado, which is where I wanted to bring them in. They can ship to Chicago, but it's kind of cold in Chicago, so I think it's a little too cold for that right now. And I don't have a broker lined up in Chicago. I've got a possibility in New York City, but that's cold there as well. So I spent a lot of the day yesterday looking for brokers in Miami, Florida, and I found a lot that would take the fish and send them to me, but I couldn't find one that would give them the tender loving care that we require. So um, let me explain this a little bit. We up till now were able to bring in our own shipments or just use a transshipper, pretty easy. But we're starting to import in larger and larger numbers. And so we're starting to bring in um, enough numbers that we need a broker. That's just the law. Once you clear a certain amount um, when you're importing fish, then customs makes you use a broker. You can't just do it yourself. And I don't have the time right now to get licensed as a broker, so I'm looking for someone to do that. I have found one in Los Angeles that will work out nicely, but with fish coming from Africa, uh, we want someone in Florida or Atlanta, Georgia, that can broker the import, clear customs, clear inspection with fish and wildlife and send them to us. And the thing we're struggling to find and I'm looking for right now is a broker that is willing to do a water change on the fish. And, you know, if it's cold, put in heat packs before they send them to us. What they all want to do is just go grab them from the cargo place 
clear the shipment, take them over or send them, I guess, to the next cargo place and have them sent to us. Um, they don't want to actually change water or take care of the animals. We have found someone in Los Angeles that will do that. We have a lead on someone in New York that will do that. But we, what we really want to find is someone in Miami, Florida that will do that. So the stuff coming from Africa or up from South America, um, basically, if it's coming from Afri Africa, let's say, we don't want it to go clear across the United States to Los Angeles, get cleared and changed, and then have to come back to Denver. And we can. It's not, it's a, it just adds a few hours to the flight. And we want to be as, uh, we want them in transit as little as possible. So ideally, we bring them into Miami or perhaps Atlanta, Georgia. Um, they get the water change and stuff there, and then they're just sent the rest of the way to us instead of having to backtrack. So that's where we're at in that process. If that fails, if we can't find that person in Miami, and I spent several hours yesterday looking, um, if we can't find that person, then we will probably just end up using the Los Angeles broker. So looks like this is going to happen. Um, it'll probably happen within the next, I'd say by the end of April, we should have the shipment in. Um, just trying to figure out the right path to bring you in on is what's happening. So, oh, that's awesome. I just happened to glance at the chat and Aquaball says, at Dancefish, the blue avatar angels are breeding right now. That's cool. I, and I will totally buy all the babies from you if you want to sell them in bulk. Or I, or you can sell them on your Get Gills store, Aquaballs, you know, if you want. But if you want someone to just buy the entire batch and you've got, you know, 50 or 100 of them, I, I like that fish a lot. That's awesome. Congrats. Speaking of Aquaballs, we're going to get to the giveaway here and then get to your questions and comments. So... George from Aquaballs has a store and get gills that I'm going to show you here. And these are the fish that are going to be in the giveaway today. This is Neolamprologus um, catopunctatus, one of the prettiest of the quote-unquote shell dweller types. They're not quite as shell dwelly as, say, like a multipunctatus. Sorry, my mouth didn't work. Multipunctatus or ocelotus or something like that. But they're still in that that group right so a nice pair of these these are beautiful um like tanganyika fish if you have hard water they will like that quite a bit and then aquaballs also has a youtube channel if you didn't know um it's right here you can check out his stuff it's got actually a good number i, I kind of stalked the channel a little bit before um it got a good number of videos going on here some live streams good variety of content so as a thank you for providing the giveaway, just want to quickly plug Aquaballs. To enter the giveaway, just enter hashtag Shellies. That's S-H-E-L-L-I-E-S. Hopefully that's a good simple one. Um, hashtag Shellies. S-H-E-L-L-I-E-S. Shell and then IES. And I, I thought about doing shell dwellers, but that seemed because it's clearer, but that seemed a little too long. So hopefully Candy's uh <laughs> hopefully Candy's happy with that one. All right. Wait, I just saw something from Hoon Aquatics that intrigues me. Hoon Aquatics says, if you need more Classioensis, I can send you plenty of those back. Yes. I, I would be happy to buy them. Um just so you know, what I buy them for is um 
25% of what I sell them for. So when I buy them in bulk, I can pay you a quarter of their sell price shipped. So that has to include the shipping and everything just for anyone that's interested in um, sending fish to me. All right. With that, let's get to your questions and comments after we have a gulp here. Oh, one other thing is um, we have a pretty cool video coming out tomorrow that has to do with how to use booze in the fish room, specifically in this case, vodka. So we'll talk about that. Trust me, there's a good reason to use it in the fish room besides just getting inebriated. And um, that video should drop should drop sometime tomorrow. Um, could be late, though. So, you know, by Friday morning, for sure, it'll be out there. All right. With that, questions and comments. Orange Cones, let me know sound is good. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Yeah, we haven't had a pro problem for a while. And I, I'm just being overly cautious with it. Like before every live stream, I shut down the computer. I make sure that sound recording is off on the camera there. Get the camera all set up turn the camera on, then boot the computer. And for some reason, that sequence of events seems to keep us from having that funky sound issue that we ran into a little while back. Oh, there's some mods. Thanks, Punchy Paints. Thanks, Kayla's Aquatics. Thanks to all my mods, Skipper's Aquariums. Um, I don't know if Candy's here or Jeff, but... If you are, thanks to you too. Just want to thank you guys for being here and doing what you do, helping this run smoothly. It's me, says, nice cutting. The red tape is the hardest part. Congrats. Yeah, this is one reason why I decided to stay in Wyoming to do this business. Like, I have an option. There's a place in Texas I could do it. There's some other places I could do it. But looking at all the regulations and things, I was like, I think... I think we're sticking in Wyoming. Plus, I like being in a cold area for shipping purposes. doesn't make sense, but it's a lot easier to ship from a cold area and ship year-round than try to ship from a hot area to a cold area. So that was another factor. Brian Maramba, I have only bred fish in species-only tanks. Even if there's one other species, I'll get nothing. It's pretty frustrating because I like community tanks. Is that pretty typical? That is pretty typical for a lot of fish just because there's so much predation. So a lot of fish will spawn in a community aquarium, but the eggs will get eaten right quick. And a lot of the babies, if any babies do survive, they're going to get eaten pretty much immediately. So there are some fish, though, like these electric blue acara. I've literally raised hundreds of their babies. They spawn in here. They're good enough parents. They can get them hatched and free swimming. And um, actually... The last batch, which I didn't pull, right up until they were about a quarter of an inch, they did great in there. And then at a quarter of an inch, they started swimming to the surface, the fry, getting curious, and the archers started picking them off. But um, I, can, I can get a few hundred at a time out of them um, if I remove the babies when they're free swimming. So that's one fish that spawns well. Um, wild type bettas that are mouth brooding will spawn in community aquariums. If, you know, if they're with peaceful fish, you don't want to put a wild type betta with anything rambunctious, but they'll spawn and you can remove the male to a separate aquarium for him to incubate the eggs once his mouth is full. Now, sometimes the stress of moving him will cause him to 
to swallow the eggs. But they're pretty darn good parents. Almost always, if they're moved into a new tank and it's um, done in kind of a calm manner, <laughs> where you're not carrying them in the in the net all the way across the fish room, right? You're you just maybe maybe they you have a pipe in there and they go in the pipe to shelter during the spawning. So you can cap each end of the pipe, lift it up, carry it to a new tank and put it down. Fish is never out of water. You know, those kinds of things to reduce stress. Um, if you move them into a tank that's dark and has a lot of cover, lots of pipes or mops or whatever, they'll often incubate to term. Um, so I guess what I would say is fish that provide a lot of parental care are probably easier to spawn in a community aquarium and have some success saving babies than uh, egg scatterers and things like that. Um, the other thing is live bears. I don't know if you're trying to do live bears, but live bears will definitely spawn in a community aquarium. And if there's enough plant cover and things, usually plenty of them will survive and live. Um, you know, there are certain fish that are so prey driven that that doesn't work so well but with most community fish species live bears will work too so but i think you're on the right track brian if you really want to breed fish species only tanks is is kind of the easiest way to do it rico stan hey rico stan good to see you putting in an order for roseline barbs tomorrow so you've decided what's going in that new 75 gallon aquarium then have you um I saw that you had a video about that recently. I think it was a live stream. I'm, I'm way behind just, not just with your channel, but with everybody's channel. I just, I play stuff in the background, but if it's a, yeah, if it's, I've got to sit down to watch it because it's a real video, um, I'm way behind. And I've been running around to the city and the contractor and the engineer and um, the bank and everything, getting everything lined up so much recently that even live streams, I'm pretty behind on most of them. So I apologize for that. But I did see, Rico Stan, that you had a video about deciding what to put in your 75. And I think Rose Lines are going to be amazing in there. Rose lines look great. Um, just the gold rose lines or the normal old rose lines, they, they're, just a, they're just such a great fish. There's a reason when they first hit the hobby, they made such an impression on the hobby. Pretty, hardy, active, not aggressive. Um, don't get too big. They're pretty amazing. Well, that's interesting. Here I see that Ditherfish threw me five bucks, but when I look over on viewer activity, it says no super chats. Huh. <laughs> well, Ditherfish, thanks for the $5. Appreciate the super chat. Awesome shipping vlog last week. Love the vlogs. Here's $5 for the vlog film fund. Well, thank you so much. Good to see you. Glad you're here. Oh, and that reminds me, for customers in Florida, I tried something new this week. If you're in Florida or Texas or uh, there was somewhere in California, Southern California as well, um, where it looked like temperatures were getting pretty warm up in the eighties. And so for everyone in Florida, and I think everyone I shipped to in Texas this week and some folks in California, instead of putting in the normal 72 hour or 60 hour heat packs in your boxes, I put in two smaller heat packs so that they would be warm on my end where it's still snowing, <laughs> but not too hot on your end. So I'm just curious for many Florida folks. I did hear back from one 
customer in Florida that everything arrived well. But the rest of you, um, would you just let me know, did things arrive too cold? Was I premature to do that? Or did everything arrive in good shape at a good temperature? I'm, I'm thinking that's the right move from the temperatures I'm seeing, but hearing it from the actual end customer is, uh, there's no substitute for that. So that would be appreciated. Mismatched socks. Can you give more info about these Shelleys? This is a Shelly that I've never kept. Well, okay, I have. I've, I've kept it in stores I worked at, but I've never kept in my personal collection. I've never bred, um, so I don't have a lot to tell you. From what I remember keeping them in a store, they're fairly peaceful for a shell dweller, but they're still a Neolamprologus, so um, you've got to be a little careful. I think the males topped out at, I want to say about four inches. Um, but now I'm just going from memory and now I'm thinking, was it only three? I can't remember. So I'm going to cut it there, mismatched socks, just so I don't give you bad information. I remember they were hardy. They were beautiful. And, and I'm thinking a little more peaceful than your average shell dweller, not like a multipunctatus or an ocelotus or something like that. But let's have someone who actually knows chime in. So um, aqua balls or someone else with experience with caudal punctatus. Would you chime in and answer mismatched socks um, in a way that, <laughs> that they can rely on as opposed to me going like, well, I had them in a store once. Let me try to remember. Kids are going to candy isn't here. Just us peons. Oh, well, when the when the cat's away, the mice will play. Right. <laughs> well, I hope candy's doing well. <clears throat> I, again, I'm behind on what's going on with everybody. So that's all right. My mods are awesome. They can hold down the fort. Eric Rodriguez, just saying hello. Hello right back at you. Michael Macho. <laughs> Can't talk. Michael Machos, you must be busy. You're unshaven again. Oh, yeah. It's been insane. So not only are we shattering records this month, just shipping. So just, just trying to keep up with that and, and take care of the fish and make sure everything's good. But we also um, brought on someone to help us with... I hate to call it marketing. Let's call it content creation to help us make more videos, um, to get the Facebook page, the Dance Fish Facebook page active again, because that's just been sitting there without any attention for a couple years. Um, it just kind of help us get, get more content out. So we've been doing some more shoots. So that's on top of that. Kind of getting this new person up to speed and, and making some more videos. So I have to be pretty involved with that. Then there's all the permitting going on, all the meetings with the contractor, um, finalizing the deal for the land and the building and everything that's going on with the investor that's providing the land and the building here locally. Um, yeah, it's been busy. It's been crazy busy, which you can always tell <laughs> when the fuzz hits my face. I, I'm hoping tomorrow to be able to have time to find my face, which is what I call shaving. But yeah, it's been really busy, but no complaints. Like, how could I complain? It's all busy for the best reasons. It's like, there's a ton of sales. So we're super busy um, to the point where I have to go find a broker because we've hit a certain financial threshold. And now customs needs me to get a broker. The warehouse is, is about to break ground on, on a new facility, which is, I'm so excited about this warehouse. So that's happening. Um, we, we're 
have a new employee helping us out with marketing. That's great. Um, we're interviewing and trying to find other employees to help us with our, our team, right? So all this stuff is uh, taking a lot of time, making it so I can't shave, but it's all good stuff. It's all the dream coming true. So no complaints. Tiffany White, is there a way for sellers on get gills to get a great to get great shipping deals that we can pass on to our customers? I've heard about some bad delays with USPS and I plan to open my store in a month. So Tiffany, I have not yet found a way to make that happen. We've looked into that and that's something we do want to consider strongly long term. Um, how can we make it so that the same rates that I get for shipping, we can pass to everyone at Get Gills? It looks like it's going to, it looks like it, it's probably possible, but it's going to be a beast, just a huge beast to code and build and make sure it works. Um, and we're not even, we haven't even got to the point where we're for sure, we know for sure that it can work. It's just we think it can and we want to make it happen, but it's going to be a while. That's the honest truth. It's a pretty complex thing to build. Twin City Guppies throwing out $4.99. Kang Lee, I'm like, am I blushing? Kang Lee is, you're like a superstar to me, man. I've followed your channel from, geez, for a long time. I love what you do. I'm so glad you're here. I'm feeling a little starstruck. <laughs> love everything you're doing. Keep up the great work. Right back at you. Um, I know how hard from ex from experience. I know how hard it is to find healthy guppies. Like often guppies come in and they'll look good for a little while and they just start fading after a few weeks, right? Um, they, there's just not that many sources of guppies that do a good job. So someone like Ken Glee out there dedicated to doing that and doing it right. Um, we need that. So I'm glad that you're doing what you do too, brother. Really, yeah, really kind of an admirer of yours. So thanks for being here. Thanks for throwing down $4.99. Always appreciated. Never required. But Super Chats do make my wife super happy. Orange Cones, shouldn't it be the Navy Corps of Engineers since it's water related? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We're going to get a battle cruiser up that creek. <laughs> I hear you. I don't make the rules. I mean, it was strange enough to me that it that we had to get approval from the Army. <laughs> it's the Army Corps of Engineers, which I don't know enough about. Is that actually part of the military? Or is yeah, I guess I guess it probably is. I don't know, I'd have to look into it. It's like I'm in the military. What do you do? I approve permits for construction. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I guess someone's got to do it. T-Shot. Hey, Dan, the Rose Lines and Black Ram are doing great. I get it now. BR is Black Ram. I remember. If anyone here is debating on purchasing from Dan, think no more. Best in the business. Thanks, Dan. Hey, T-Shot. Thanks for that lovely endorsement, as well as throwing five bucks at me. Appreciate it. I love it when money falls from the sky. And I'm glad that Ram's doing well for you. Um, I've had those for a while now, and they've gained quite a bit of size. They were teeny tiny when they came in, and I think they're like rock solid. They're not shaky, fresh imports. So I do think the Black Rams will do, do well for folks. <laughs> Michael Machos, what are those orange and yellow fish behind you? Lol, kidding. Well, for those that want to know, those are gold Denison barbs. So, because I know, I know there's other people that will ask that later on if I don't just get it out of the way right now. Okay. 
let's see here. Officially, my redback Amapa angelfish. Oh, awesome. That's such a neat kind of angelfish. Um, anyway, my redback Amapa angelfish babies from Dan's Fish are beautiful. They arrive safe and warm. Oh, I'm glad to hear it. And I mean, just wait till they settle in and, and, and grow. They're going to, I mean, I know they're good now, but they're going to get even better. But I'm glad to hear they got there safe and are doing well. Thanks for letting me know. Danny Ken, <laughs> a.k.a. Dana Ken, or Dana Kenny E. Aquatics. <laughs> Hello, Dan. Right back at you. Danny or Kenny E., whichever left the comment. Ditherfish says, my fish in Florida arrived at 78 degrees. All right. Perfect. Perfect. So cutting them down to, so I dropped from a 72-hour heat pack two 72 hour heat packs down to two 40 hour heat packs. I'm glad I did. Cause if they got there at 78 degrees with two 40 hour heat packs, they probably would have been way too hot if we left them with the 72 hour heat packs. Cause they're such, they're so much bigger. So, okay. Sounds good. Good to know. Thank you. And there were some other customers too. So let me know if it works for you guys as well. Orange cones, other than almost losing one hand, one headstander that tried and failed to eat a farwella fry. Yeah, that's a mistake you don't make twice. I'm getting a lot of farwella fry in a community tank. Hatchet fish totally ignore the fry. That's good. Yeah, that would work because hatchet fish are going to stay up at the top in the farwellas. are going to like cling to the glass and the plants and stuff and probably not so much at the top. Yeah, that's that that combo would work. Good idea. Thanks for sharing. RB animals and collectibles. Have you tried stingray biology? They help rabbit predatory fins out with fish all the time. I could look into them. I had not tried them. I'm aware of them. Um, I don't think they're a licensed broker, which is what I kind of have to have right now, but I will check it out. Thanks for the suggestion. Stingray Biology. Is he a broker? Broker's a kind of specialized thing. It's, it's, they kind of take power of attorney so they can act in your name, so they can clear shipments on your license. It's this, it's this funny legal uh, relationship that I'm just now kind of starting to unravel and understand because I haven't needed one up till now. But but we're starting to, to be required to get one if we keep growing how we're growing. Or, heck, we need it now. Paul Soltero, nighttime temps are going down to the mid-30s to 40s into next week in the southeast. All right. And I do, by the way, I do check. Like, this is my best friend right here. Weather. Weather.com, right? So I do check before I ship. Why is it taking so long? Oh, probably because I'm live streaming. Miami, Florida. The 10 day. So Miami's going to be pretty hot still. So I do check this. If you were in Miami or wherever you're at, right? Um, I do check your weather temps before I ship and, and try to make good judgment calls um, so that they'll get through the entire uh, <laughs> transit line in good shape. Um, there's only been a few times when 
when the weather's been so funky that I've been reluctant to ship and had to delay a week or so. I remember one time, uh, I think the gentleman's in Las Vegas and it was going to be like 103 degrees there. And here it was in the high thirties, low forties. I was like, well, I can't really put in a heat pack so it can get, stay warm on my end of the, of the trip. And then it gets to you and there's still a heat pack. I kind of have to put an ice pack in there to get to you at 100, 305 degrees. Um, we got to wait. So we just waited a week. The weather settled a bit and we were able to do it. But every now and then we, we run into a situation like that. But I think last year I could count on one hand the number of times that happened. It was probably like three times. So it doesn't happen very often. Jackson Tax. Big, warm, mental hugs and three good, deep breaths. Do I seem frenetic? <laughs> do, I need, <laughs> do I look like I need hugs? Um, it is super busy and, and it is stressful. I don't know what if you're referring to what I was talking about, like everything going on, probably. Uh, thanks for the hugs. Thanks. But um, it, it is stressful, but it's not a bad stress like I don't know how to explain it. It's more like excitement. It's more like energy versus I've definitely been stressed before in my life, but, and this is stressful, but it's like a stress that gives me energy as opposed to a stress that just makes me feel depressed. And I want to sit in bed all day and never wake up. You know, it's not that. So I, I, I'm, I'd be curious to know if there are healthful kinds of stress, healthy kinds of stress, because I feel like that's what I'm experiencing, like a stress, but not a detrimental stress. I don't know how to explain it. Sean, a.k.a. Ollie Fish Guy. Oh, we made it O-L-Y, so even I can say it right. Hope all is good. Oh, yeah, fantastic. Not just good, fantastic. Hope you're doing well, too. Okay, I've got to scroll because, yeah. Chat jumped, but here we go. Wait, what's this? Monster Fish Gal. Is that a new username? Monster Fish Gal. I don't know if I've seen uh, that name before. I think I would have remembered it, um, but welcome. I'm picturing like a little lady next to like a, a 12 foot Arapaima. <laughs> Monster Fish Gal. Or better, the logo. A little lady riding an Arapaima. That would be a cool logo, like a horse. Anyway, I think that's a cool name, Monster Fish Gal. Oh, Kelly's Aquatics. A couple of people in chat would like to give Sean OOTD their winnings tonight. Does Sean have to be here to say he accepts them? No, we can we can figure that out. Um, if Mr. Shelley doesn't show up tonight to accept, we can figure that out via email. So if you win and and you want to give them to someone else then just email me if you win and say, hey, I won, but I'd like to give them to Sean. And so I'll contact Sean and Sean will probably say, yes, I want them because Sean loves Shelly's. But Sean might say, oh, I've already got like five million of those and I'm, I'm trying to sell off. Them. I have so many, I'm trying to find homes for them and sell them and stuff. Um, and then we can find someone else that'll want them. Yeah. So I don't think that's a problem. I think we can find a home after the fact. Or, you know, I can also just keep drawing until um, someone who's excited to get them 
is drawn. Gary Duncan, I finally got my dream tank, an oceanic four foot, 62 gallon flat back hex. Hard to find since it's been 30 years since they were made. <laughs> yeah, sounds like it. Also got a colony of dwarf teacup, teacup red platies. That does sound awesome. And you know what? Yeah, I think that's a good call in a tank like that because even though it's 62 gallons, um, it's going to be, I would imagine, more of a boxy shape. And so uh, teacup platies, a big colony of those in there, that would look fantastic and they'd have plenty of room. So I think that's a good call. I want to see pictures. Once you get that all set up, man, could you share pictures at um, the Get Gills Facebook group? I would like to see that tank. That sounds really cool. Nadim Zulfi, um, I just happen to see this is not highlighting, but I see it. Hi, sir. Hair algae good or harmful for fish? Regards. I mean, in general, I think algae is pretty healthy for fish. Maybe not blue-green algae, which isn't actually algae. It's actually cyanobacteria. But real algae, I think in general, is great for fish. I like hair algae. Like, if I had a tank that wasn't planted and I just had, like, rocks in there and stuff and hair algae was growing, I would encourage it. I'd be like, that's that's a cool look. Then the hair algae is the plant, right, in the planted tank. Um, the only time that I think an algae is actually perhaps harmful to fish is if it grows so crazy and isn't trimmed that it kind of clogs the water column. You, you can get fish that can get caught in it um, if certain algaes go crazy and just grow in dense clusters. So that's the only thing I would say to be aware of. But apart from that, I can't think of any algae that is going to appear in someone's aquarium that is harmful. Alicia AS, is Transship the company that you contacted in New York, right near JFK International? Um, it's So I'm not looking for a Transshipper, I'm looking for a broker. Uh, they're, they're different things. Um, so I need a broker that will also forward cargo to me, um, but not just a Transshipper. So, yeah. Uh, Transshippers are, are not necessarily licensed brokers, is what I'm trying to say. Monsterfish gal, been in streams before. Oh, okay. Um, have a lot of catfish and big cichlids and much more. Thank you. All right. Well, sorry I missed it before or don't remember. Please don't be offended. But um, for some reason, that name just, I was picturing this Arapaima. <laughs> <laughs> my brain is like mm, that's cool lunatic fringe i think that you should look up customs brokers in your area they're specialists in the business i do not think that string gray biology is a broker they're international brokers in your area so there are no international brokers in my area but i'm i am combing uh google for brokers in florida which is where i need them and i'm finding lots and i've had conversations but I don't have any brokers, uh, haven't found any brokers. So I found a lot that handle aquarium fish, but not the way I need them done. So I'm, I'm a little picky, I guess. Lunatic Fringe, in my experience of dealing with customs brokers, they can have shipments cleared in no time. Yeah, I'm, I mean, they have relationships, sure. But still... Um, I know what shape the fish are going to arrive in 
and I know they're going to need a water change. Um, so I have to figure out how to get that done before they're sent over. Oliver, J. Oliver's Guppies and Aquatics. Throwing down five bucks. Man, that's, we got five dollars falling like crazy tonight. I would love to talk business with you sometime. Keep up the great work. I love what you do. Well, send me an email, dan at dancefish.com. Um, I frequently talk about the business uh, here on these live streams. So if, if you want to talk business, uh, we can do it. I'm happy to do it here. But um, if there's something specific you want to know or whatever, uh, just shoot me an email, dan at dancefish.com. Well, that was loud. Sorry, I was getting my lip balm. Uh, Kiddos Aquatics, Chewy, uh, he has a, oh, that's not to me, sorry. <laughs> You're responding to Chewy. I just saw my name in there. All right, let's see here. Chat jumped, so I'm just looking to make sure I didn't miss anybody. No, I think we're good. Ryan... Phil Many, hello from Minnesota. Well, hello right back at you. Thanks for being here. Okay. See, I'm curious um, what the answer was about Neolamprologus catapuntatus from Aquaballs. But I, I don't think I can scroll up that far to see it anymore. Okay, Dragon Layer says he just chatted with Sean OOTD, aka Mr. Shelley. He can't make it um, tonight, no, no worries. But he said, yes, he wants the Caudopunctatus. Okay, good. So if you want to win the Neolamprologus Caudopunctatus for Sean, it sounds like Sean would be excited about that. Cool. <laughs> I mean, I figured he would. I I don't. Has Sean ever turned down a shell dweller? I, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I know where we're at now. Orange Cones, bless you for caring about doing it right. Better to wait for the right broker that can provide the TLC. Yeah, I mean, I've I've experienced too many uh, poorly done shipments to to want to do it any other way um okay there's aquatics letting me know that dragon layer spoke with sean thank you so much all right are these the redfin or yellowfin caudopunctatus i don't know that's a good question let's see if it says so here on the listing it just says that there's a pair and by looking at the picture, I don't know if I can tell. So aquaballs, are these the, um, the red or the yellow? Good question. So while we're here, thanks to George from Aquaballs for providing the giveaway tonight, a pair of Neolamprologus caudopunctatus, a cool little shell dweller. Um, this is the Aquaballs store. I'll just link it down there real quick. And then um, Aquaballs also has a YouTube channel if you're interested in finding out more about Aquaballs. So, George, thanks again. And to enter the giveaway, if you want to win, it's hashtag Shellies. Just enter hashtag S-H-E-L-L, -L, that's Shell, I-E-S, 
Shelly's into the chat and you'll be entered to win. And there's no cost. They'll be sent to you free. There's no shipping costs, no, no hidden fees, nothing like that. So, all right. Rock and fish says, are the syllabies half beaks doing any better? They are. They're doing a lot better. Um, I was actually about to list them. I want to say about a week ago or a few days ago. And then one passed away unexpectedly. So, um, when that happens, I just reset the clock. So I think in another week, as long as nothing else happens, they'll be ready to go. But Rock and Fish, since I know you've been waiting for those and you want those, um, I will, I'll, I'll let you know when they're actually ready to go. I'll, I'll send you an email and let you know because um, I don't usually do that, but Rock and Fish is an awesome customer and a big supporter and uh, has been he's <laughs> been wanting these for a while and been you know trying to keep up with them so instead of you having to do the work to find out when they're ready i'll, I'll reach out and let you know tim aquatics is here hey good to see you tom i hope all is well um i think i think we're gonna do the giveaway right now let's get it done we don't usually do them this early but let's do it this early so this is for a pair of Neolamprologus caudopunctatus. Oh, have I been on the other screen the whole time? Whoops. And the winner is Pride Moore's Fish and More. Pride Moore's Fish and More. You have won. If you would just comment here, you've got a minute and a half to say, yay, or I'm here, or whatever you want. And um, we'll know that you're present, and we'll get you set up with those. You do have to be present to win. So... About a minute and a half, and then if we don't hear from Pride Moore's Fish and More, then we'll just draw someone else. Um, Chattanooga Ed, there it is. Chattanooga Ed is punching me in the face with a fox cat. <laughs> Which is totally worth the $5 to get smacked in the face. <laughs> Ed, thank you so much for the super chat. Um, and it was great to see you and Bob and TN Aqua and Skipper's Aquariums um, the other night, Sunday night, um, and chat with you guys. That was, that was fun. Okay, I'm here. All right, Pride Moore's Fish and More. Please send me an email, dan at dansfish.com. Uh, your first and last name and your shipping address, and I will forward that on to Aquaball so that you folks can arrange shipping and all that jazz. So, cool, congratulations. Um, Neil Amperlugus Cuddlepunctals is a beautiful fish. I, uh, Chris had them, Chris Carpenter, when I went to talk at the Grand Valley Aquarium Society, I toured Chris's room, um, and he picked some up there at, um, what, a watercolors, the, it's like, they call it the fish gallery, right? So watercolors fish store, had some there that were a nice red, like a, a deep red on them. Well, a deep red for Cotopunctatus. <laughs> let's let's be real. So, yeah, I like that fish quite a bit. Um, I think we might make this a short live stream. I I just was so busy today that I didn't get this built early. So I think a lot of people are going to miss it. Plus the weather's amazing in a lot of places. So people I think are out and about. So one thing I never want to do is just, um, 
you know, try to drag a live stream out. I, I figure when the chats and the questions and things kind of slow down and dry up, then that that tells you that a live stream's kind of run its course. And so I'll just, we'll, we'll take a couple minutes here and see if there's any more questions or comments. And if not, um, then we'll go ahead and shut it down and get out early so people can go enjoy their evenings. Um, while I'm waiting for that, though, Punchy Paints, uh, Pam, are you going tonight? I Again, it was a crazy busy day, so I didn't actually check to see. So if you let me know, Punchy Paints, if you're going tonight, then I'll send people over your way. And uh, yeah, hopefully that, that gets you a crowd. Paul Soltero, Dan, what's interesting on your list? Um, the thing that I'm getting kind of excited about is all these neat gobies that are becoming available. I've got a, a, a contact that is able to actually go collect them uh, and is finding new ones all the time. And I'm excited to see them. Like it's one of those situations though, where there's so little information on some of them that you're, instead of being able to read an article and learn about them or watch a video and learn about them or talk to someone and learn about them, I've got to figure it out. There is no information on them. A lot of them, we don't even know for sure what they are. Like it's a struggle just to ID them, but they have amazing personalities. Even if they're just like a dull Brown color, right? Even those ones are so much fun. And then there's a lot of them that on top of their personality have some amazing colors and finage and things. So the gobies are kind of calling to me right now. Um, and I, I plan to kind of dabble in that a little more and slowly expand as I learn more and get more experience. I don't want to just order, you know, a ton of them when I don't know what I'm doing, <laughs> but as I learn and get more experience, kind of gradually increase that. So pretty excited about Gobies. <clears throat> Punchy Paints is going to go at 8.30 because I'm going to end early. It's a nice day and I think most people are out of doors. So I want to thank my mods for being here, doing what they do. I appreciate each and every one of you. Everyone that threw money at us, thanks for the super chats. They're always appreciated. They're never required but they're super helpful and I, I really do appreciate it. Thanks so much. Everyone that had questions and comments, thanks for making it lively for as long as we made it lively. Everyone that's lurking, hail the lurker nation. I'm with you. Everyone watching the replay. Hope you can be here next time. I'm going to get one more here and then we'll shut it down. So Mike Stambaugh says, does medicated fenbendazole food take care of white stringy issues in fish? It can, um, it depends on what's causing that. So if you watch, there's there's a, a veterinarian, I think her name is Jessie, and I forget the name of her YouTube channel, but she did this whole video on white stringy poop, and she is an aquatic veterinarian. She is a, a fish specialist, and she was of the opinion that white stringy poop doesn't necessarily mean that there's a parasite or a bacterial infection or anything. She said that basically white stringy poop is the equivalent in fish is the equivalent of diarrhea in people. So you can have diarrhea and not have a parasite, right? Or not have a, a, a big infection or something that you have to deal with. Maybe you're distressed or maybe you ate something new that your system isn't quite know what to do with things like that. So based on what, She's saying 
it might not be anything. It might be something that's more like, not not anything. Something's causing it, but it might not be uh, like a parasite. It might just be, oh, there's something stressful in the aquarium. Let's let's try to make it less stressful. It could be lots of things. But yes, fenbendazole does treat a certain class of parasite, but it doesn't treat all of them. So it would depend on what the fish is dealing with. If it does have a parasite, if it's the class of parasites that fenbendazole treats, and I can't remember which ones they are right now, um, but that information's out on the internet, easy to find, then it could help. The trick with fenbendazole though is that the fish has to actually ingest it, right? So it does have to be a medicated food or flubendazole, which is similar to fenbendazole, but can be absorbed through the gills and the skin. So flubendazole, fish don't have to um, eat. It, it, it can be absorbed through the water column. Fenbendazole, the fish ha has to actually ingest. And if the fish does have white stringy poop and it's not eating well, then it can be difficult to treat with fenbendazole. But uh, that's, that's my thoughts on it. Not a veterinarian, none of that. You know, just a dude that tries to keep fish healthy, but is totally unqualified to diagnose or prognose or any of that. But um, that's my thoughts on that, just as a, from one hobbyist to another. Mickey M, ideas on breeding all the nice gobies, although problematic. I have the neon blue, the ornatus. Um, so a lot of the gobies are going to be super hard to breed in captivity because uh, they need salt water for the eggs to hatch and develop. They basically join the plankton cloud and the babies are so small and undeveloped that it can be very difficult to raise them. So I would think it's possible. You've just got to come up with a system that goes from fresh water and then to salt water with like a plankton cloud for them to feed on. Well, they are the plankton cloud with like little rotifers or whatever, whatever little organism they, they need to feed that's floating around in the salt water. Right. And then convert them back to fresh water at the perfect time. I think it'd be very difficult. Yeah. Um, Apostle Tarot, Denison barbs and discus. Yes or no. Denison barbs like it cooler than most of our tropical fish. So could it be done? Maybe, but if you're keeping the discus up at 84, 86 degrees, that could be really hard on the denison barbs. So, yeah. Um, BCFR Aquatics says CSP in stock. Oh, yeah. I should mention that. So Congo spotted puffers are in stock. I, I have just a couple. So for everyone that's wanting them, um, I had a lot of emails of people wanting them. So I did list some Congo spotted puffers. We did have a few um, more Stiffidon uh, rutilarius, a, a really pretty little goby, and a couple other things that are listed. So I don't have a lot, but I've got two Congo spotted puffers available right now, along with a, a few other things. So, yeah. Okay, with that, we are really going to call it. Thanks for being here, everybody. Let's shut her down. Appreciate you, and I'll see you next Wednesday, same bat time, same bat channel. Until then, bye-bye. Thank <laughs> you.